guys welcome back to this week's episode of the strong with julie podcast this week we're talking all about how to have a happy healthy balanced vacation okay so as most of you guys know from my instagram i'm currently in tampa and basically i came here with my brother and my cousin so 21 years old and i'm on vacation with my 18 year old brother and my 16 year old cousin so we are having a time basically my brother wanted to visit university of Tampa and I volunteered to chaperone because I thought oh good idea for me to get a little free vacation out of it um but yeah that's basically what I've been up to and I wanted to give you guys my top 20 tips of staying happy balanced and healthy on vacation Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Strong with Julie podcast. This week we're talking all about how to have a happy, healthy, balanced vacation, okay? So as most of you guys know from my Instagram, I'm currently in Tampa and basically I came here with my brother and my cousin, so 21 years old and I'm on vacation with my 18-year-old brother and my 16-year-old cousin. So we are having a time. Basically, my brother wanted to visit university of Tampa and I volunteered to chaperone because I thought, oh, good idea for me to get a little free vacation out of it. Um, But yeah, that's basically what I've been up to and I wanted to give you guys my top 20 tips of staying happy, balanced, and healthy on vacation. Before we jump into all the tips, I want to give you guys a little bit of a recap because I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, So basically, we got in Thursday morning. So we had all day Thursday um, to explore Tampa. So we got to our Airbnb and online, this Airbnb was super cute. It was very central downtown, like awesome buy, right? Um, I think it was like $88 a night. So very good. Um, price there but once we got there guys it was in a very sketchy area and the house was not what it looked like in the pictures and we were just like really upset so that's kind of why I went MIA for two days because we were really trying to figure out that whole situation so we couldn't get our money back but luckily we were able to book a hotel at Clearwater so on Saturday after we went to Bush Gardens which is an amusement park we made our way over to Clearwater and now we're staying at this hotel so much nicer very thankful that we were able to make that swap because it was scary i don't know if you guys have ever had an airbnb experience like this because typically my airbnbs are on point like 10 out of 10 they look like what they look like in the picture and it's just like a good overall stay like way cheaper than a hotel but this one was just not it okay so that's basically what happened and now it is Monday night so we just got back from dinner and ice cream. That's basically what our schedule is. We have dinner and then we have ice cream, we watch the sunset and then we come home by like 8.30 and go to bed. Um, but yeah, we get home tomorrow. So tomorrow our flight's at 7 at night and then we're in by 11. I live in Connecticut so it's pretty quick flight. I think it's about 3 hours. Um, but I'm going to walk you guys through some travel snack ideas, travel tips, and then once you're actually on vacation. So let's just jump in to number one. Okay, these have no specific orders at all. I just kind of thought of 20 ideas while I was on vacation. I would, Whenever I would think of one, I would just write it down. So number one is to make sure that you keep your water consumption high. So this is super important because I know sometimes when we are not on vacation, or when we're not home, it's hard because we don't have our hydro jugs, we don't have, you know, all those little 
tips and tricks and the free time to just be able to drink water whenever we want. Um, I know, especially in Florida, not having access to like clean tap water, we we can't drink tap water here. My parents told us not to, um, but yeah, that's been a struggle. So basically we just bought like a bunch of water bottles and whenever I go to restaurants, I literally just ask them to put the pitcher on the table and that's what they do. But I'm just making sure that my water consumption stays high because um, I just feel better when I'm hydrated throughout the day and I find that I'm less like hungry because I am a person that can really confuse hunger and thirst. So when I am drinking a gallon of water a day, when I am feeling hungry, I know that it's hunger. It's not thirst because I am hydrated. Okay. So that's something that you just want to make sure you maintain, especially when you go away. And even if you can bring like an empty water bottle, I would definitely do that too. The reason I didn't bring my hydro jug is just because I just, since we're here for only four days, I just brought my, um, carry on and that would just take a lot of space so there's my little excuse but I've definitely been keeping an eye on my water and I basically just drink water with an exceptional like diet coke here and there and I think I had one margarita here on St. Patrick's Day because I don't drink too much um but yeah drink your water okay number two we're staying on the beverage trend just like I said my go-to beverages are definitely water and then when it comes to alcohol I just try to keep it low calorie guys honestly I don't like the taste of alcohol I don't like the feeling of getting drunk I don't like feeling out of control so I'm gonna list for number two some of my go-to alcoholic beverages or like drinking out beverages that I would lean towards if I did want to drink so skinny margarita extra lime with half salt rim that's number one if i'm drinking out and then i like to do a cosmo if it's a more like fancy restaurant for a martini and then uh like any seltzer i don't really like white claw they hurt my stomach i think it's because it's malted liquor but i know high noon i think it's real vodka so high noons are good too and those are basically my three that I switch off on I mean if I'm going to like a club or something like that which I didn't go to here because again my brother and my cousin are only 18 and 16 but if I am I would probably get a Tito's and soda with extra lime um, maybe splash of cranberry if I'm feeling funky but yeah those are my go-to beverages. So that was number two. And then number three is to walk a lot um, and explore. So use your walking and your steps to your advantage and explore your new surroundings. I have gotten so many steps, you guys. Like, it's insane. I used to struggle. When, when I'm home, I struggle to get at even 8,000 steps. I find myself sometimes at 8 o'clock at night, and I'm like, shoot, I only have 5,000 steps. And then I walk on my treadmill until I hit my eight to 10,000 goal. But here... I am going to bed with like over 20 to 25,000 steps a day. It is crazy, but it is definitely awesome, especially those days that I wasn't working out because I didn't have access to a gym. The fact that I can just double my steps and get activity in that way, my calves were hurting. So if you are going on vacation, maybe double your step goal or just keep an eye on it. Like make sure that you get your regular one as well. Don't put too much stress over it, but definitely take advantage of walking around and exploring we definitely skipped out on a few ubers that we should have taken like for example um this little town was probably a 45 minute walk from my house and it would have been an easy you know seven to ten minute drive but we decided to walk um 
And yeah, that was just one example. And on the way, we saw so many different little things that we could stop, take pictures of. We passed this little bridge. It was so cute um, but that we wouldn't have really seen or recognized if we were in an Uber. Okay, tip number four is probably one of my favorites. It's wake up before everyone and get your me time in. Or that could also be a workout. So my brother and my cousin wake up around nine. And luckily, I'm an early bird. So I typically wake up between six and seven. So I have around two to three hours of my to myself in the morning. And in the Airbnb and at the hotel, I've been like making a little breakfast and then going... Um, to work out at the Airbnb it was definitely harder I'm gonna like just see if I was at a normal Airbnb I would walk to a gym or just go take a walk outside by myself but because it was in such a scary area I was afraid to do anything so I basically just like locked myself in the room with them sleeping and would do like just random stuff on my computer uh, or read my book I'm current or the book that I'm reading I just posted an Instagram of it, so make sure you guys go check that out. I don't even want to try to pronounce it on here. It's like the Almanac of Naval something, but it is very good. But that's what I would do in the morning, and now that we're at the hotel, I'll go down, have like a little breakfast at the breakfast cafe, and then I will um, come upstairs, get ready, digest a little. I packed my pre-workout, so I'll just have that. Sometimes I'll do a little like mental journal. I haven't, I'm going to be honest, pulling out, like I didn't even bring my journal here. So I'll just do like a little mental of my gratefuls and get myself ready, go to the gym, come back. And then it's kind of perfect timing because when I come back, my brother and my cousin are typically up. So then I go downstairs with them when they have breakfast and have like a little post-workout meal. So for pre-workout, I guess I can just tell you guys a little bit of everything. I'll have like a bagel and then they have this like single serves of the Jif peanut butters and then two hard-boiled eggs and then after my workout they have protein shakes so I'll just have a little um it's a non-dairy protein shake so I'll have that and then maybe some that poured in some cereal depending on how hard my workout was um but yeah that is the tea on waking up before everyone to get your me time again I just like movement in the morning. It honestly wakes me up. I feel like if I don't move in the morning, even if I have 10,000 cups of coffee, I'm not actually awake. I need to move my body and get a little workout in or a walk in um, to really wake up. So number five, okay, we're jumping all over the place here. It is to look at menus ahead of time. Basically what we've been doing here and kind of at the Airbnb is dinners are always out and then breakfast and lunch it's either you know we make it at the Airbnb or we have it at the hotel and then lunch is something small typically like a sandwich somewhere and then dinner is kind of our indulging time so I'll always look at the menu ahead of time and try to pick out a one percent better option unless it's a day that I'm like okay yeah I want to go all out get blah 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 but for me I don't like to I don't crave like fried food I don't crave um like the cheaty meals that most people would call like pastas, pizza, that kind of stuff. I don't crave that kind of stuff. Like when I go out, I like to get, for example, today I got these steak tips in a coconut rice bowl with avocado salsa and stuff like that. And I think my body is just so used to having that kind of food that it craves that. I'm more of a dessert person. So I'll look at the menu ahead of time, have a 1% better or 1% better option dinner, and then kind of go all out for dessert. 
hurt. Like I've been having ice cream every single night and I don't regret it. Regret it. I love it. Um, but again, if you're the type of person that is more into those savory foods and you know, you crave a pizza or a big burger every once in a while, you can look at the menu ahead of time and plan that. And I just, I get anxious when I'm in the restaurant. So I would rather know beforehand, like I'm that person that looks up the restaurant on their phone the day before or the day of and finds it on Instagram and make sure that the food looks good. My brother thinks I'm weird, but I just always do that. It's awesome because if the food looks bad, why am I going to want to eat there, you know? Okay, and tip number six is to start your day off with a healthy meal and making sure like the first thing in your mouth is a part of that 80%. So you guys know I always talk about the 80-20 lifestyle, making sure you eat like 80% whole nutrient-dense foods and then the 20% can be your soul foods. So cookies, ice cream, pizza, that kind of stuff. Um, But I always try to make sure that the first thing in my mouth is something that is in that 80%. So like I told you guys, I like to have like hard-boiled eggs, a carb source, and peanut butter. That's what I've been having here. And when I was at the Airbnb, I went to Sprouts is what the grocery store they have down here. And I'll have oatmeal and I packed little servings of protein powders, which is a great tip as well, and bought some frozen berries. And that would be my first meal. So making sure that the first thing you you put in your mouth is a part of that 80% of the 80-20. So that's number six. And number seven is when you do eat out. So if you are going to a restaurant and you're indulging in, you know, that 20% area, so say it was a pizza, pasta, whatever, hamburger, you you can ask for it to go box with your meal. So this is something that I do with some of my clients because U.S. portion sizes are quite large, right? So you can be like, hi, waitress, whatever. Can I please have a cheese pizza or whatever you want, cheese, pepperoni, pizza? And then can I just have a to-go box with that? Sure, they usually accommodate you. We'll bring it out. You just split it in half right away, put it in the box, tuck it to the side. It's out of sight, out of mind, because I know with me, I grew up in a family that was a cleaner plate family. So when we were sitting at the dining room table or the kitchen table and eating, Everything had to be cleared off my plate before I was able to get out of my seat, which now I learned is not a good thing to do with your kids. But that is why sometimes asking for the to-go box beforehand can be helpful because, again, it's out of sight, out of mind, and you sometimes don't realize how full you actually are because, again, U.S. portion sizes are insane. I went to Europe for my 16th birthday. This is a total tangent. But when I went there, I realized like, wow, these are normal portion sizes. I went to Paris and had just the most amazing meals in Italy. Well, Italy's was a little big, but still not as big as here. If you go to some Italian restaurants here, you're eating for like five people on your plate. Number eight, we're still sticking to some nutrition tips. So if you're staying in an Airbnb, definitely grocery shop. So the first thing that we did Thursday when we were in the Airbnb is drop our stuff off, our luggage, in the Airbnb. And then we went to Sprouts and got stuff for breakfast and lunch. And then just like random snacks throughout the day. Just because one, that helps save a little bit of money. And two, it just keeps your meals normal. Like my body likes when I eat my normal meals. My protein, my sandwiches, my uh, rice bowls, things like that. So if you are staying in an Airbnb, that could be really helpful. And even a hotel, honestly, like we have a fridge and a microwave here and I make oatmeal 
too, like for a snack in the middle of the day. That's what I did today. I had oatmeal and then I saved one of the Greek yogurts that they had at breakfast in the fridge and I had that as a snack between lunch and dinner. Okay, so number nine is going to be walk after meals to help digestion. So especially if you're having a pretty hefty meal, what I always say to myself and my clients is when you get moving, things start moving. So this is probably TMI, but guys, I was constipated for like three days here because when my body gets out of its normal routine, it's like, whoa, 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 what the heck's going on? I'm going to stop working properly um but what definitely helps me is after a large meal just going for a big walk i'm gonna look something up right now because i know this there's like an ancient saying about walking after meals okay i found it it is a marathi term I'm going to butcher this, but Devanagari, which refers to an age-long Indian custom of taking a stroll after a meal. The word is a blank divingu compound from Shata, 100, and Paul, step, which literally means walking 100 steps after a meal, okay? So this is a real thing. Walking after a meal really helps your digestion, so I would definitely do that. And number 10 is going to be about the food scales and the buffet styles and what the heck to do. So keep things simple, right? On vacation, you don't have to track. I haven't tracked. It really doesn't matter. Um, It's like five days out of my life and I'll be okay. But I didn't bring a food scale and it is buffet style for breakfast and stuff here. So I just do kind of like an eyeball not a rule, but I'll eyeball my portion sizes. So for example, my palm will be my protein, my fist will be my carb, and then my thumb is my fat. But to put that into easier layman terms, basically I fill half my plate with fruits and vegetables and then split the other half with proteins and carbs because when you are eating out, foods are typically cooked in some sort of oil at restaurants, so that can be your fat content. But if it's, you know... uh, Like for me this morning, I had a very basic meal. Like I had a bagel, which was my carb source. It was a small bagel, probably the size of my palm or my fist. And then my protein source afterwards was my protein shake. And then I had peanut butter and then the two eggs, like fat and carbs. So just like play around it in your head. Like make sure you have a carb, make sure you have fat, make sure you have a protein and make sure you have all those micronutrients. You don't need to overcomplicate it, but remember having that balance of a meal will make you fuller longer between meals because it's the worst when you're like on vacation and you're hungry every hour right because I don't know whenever I go on vacation with people they really only eat three meals and I'm like ah I eat six meals a day so I'm really gonna have to um stock up on my breakfast lunch and dinners except I could have like my sneaky oatmeal in the hotel room but just make sure that your meals are filled with all the macros and all the micros, even if some of them aren't the healthiest. Okay, number 11 is gonna be bring bands, workout clothes, sneakers, pre-workout. So you always have the option to work out if you want to while you're there, 
but you don't have to, right? You always want to have the option. Some days I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to work out and I'm when I'm on vacation. And other days I'm craving a workout. So again, the days that I'm like, I don't really want to work out, work out, I'll go for a walk. Or the days that I really want to work out, I have my workout clothes, I have my sneakers, I have my pre-workout, I have the option. So plan ahead for your future self. Don't just not pack workout clothes because you're like, I'm not going to work out, I'm on vacation. No. Give yourself the option to work out because, you know, when you're doing this for a while, you start craving it. I am missing the gym, guys, so much. I'm so excited to go home uh, tomorrow and then get back to my routine on Wednesday. It's just like I was craving a vacation and to relax, but now I'm just really ready to get back to grind mode. Okay, tip number 12 is bringing back that 80-20. Don't lose sight of the 80-20 and always follow a like 20% or like a bad meal, cheat meal, treat meal, whatever you want to call it with a good meal, right? So if you're having a very healthy breakfast and then a good lunch and then indulging at dinner, tomorrow's breakfast, make sure it's healthy again. Or the snack after dinner, make sure it's something in that 20% healthy. So just try to keep that pattern because remember how good your body feels when you nourish it right and move it right and don't neglect it from that feeling just because you're on vacation. And you can find new ways to implement it too, like try out new recipes or when you're going to a restaurant, try a new thing. Like today when I went or no, last night, today I had the steak tips, like I told you guys, but last night I tried this like grilled mahi-mahi, and I was like, oh, this is really good, um, so again, new fun things to try and implement, and when it comes to working out, again, that could be a hike, or swimming, or jet skiing, like we did, jet skiing was actually kind of a workout, um, because if you fall off, you have to jump back on, you swim in in the middle of the ocean, and yeah, So that is number 12. And number 13 is to make sure you still get your sleep in. This is huge for me because if I don't get six to eight hours of sleep, guys, I am a grump. So even if that time shifts, like for me when I'm home, I typically sleep 10 to like 6 a.m. And then here I'm going to bed way later, but sleeping in a little bit more like 12 to 8. But I still try to make sure that I get those six to eight hours so I'm not a terrible human being to be around during the day number 14 is going to be read a book so i have been reading reminders of him and again that naval almanac book so good if you guys need any more recommendations i just posted a picture on my instagram and everyone's commenting their current book that they're reading so definitely check that out at julie x fit but some other ones that i recommend is that i just finished november 9th by colleen hoover the last miss parish verity out of my mind is a good one chocolate money and then self-help wise i love the badass series and then atomic habits so check those out and check out that instagram post because the comments is literally a thread of amazing books that you guys are all reading and i added a lot of them to my list as well so we can all read them together and number 15 switching a little bit from the reading to avoid the all or nothing mindset when you get home okay like when you get home or even when you're on vacation don't keep telling yourself oh my my diet starts when I get home I'll start again when I get home or you know what I mean I just feel like that's something that I used to always do is I'll go on vacation then I'd just indulge and make myself sick like just eating 
stuffing my face with bad foods because I'm like, oh, when I get home, I can't have this. Don't think about it that way. When you get home, you can eat the same, right? Like maybe you won't have as much ice cream because you don't have 10,000 different ice cream parlors around you that you want to try every single day like me. But you still need to nourish yourself. And when you get home, ice cream will still be there, right? All these foods will still be there. The foods aren't going anywhere. So you don't need to think that you have to stuff yourself with them all now or neglect your body from movement just because when you get home, you have to go to the gym again. Get rid of that all or nothing mindset and find a balance, okay? So this is kind of work that you have to put in before you even go on vacation. Instead of having your diet look like Monday through Friday being absolutely perfect, stellar, 100% healthy, 0% not healthy, have it be that 80-20. Allow yourself the 80-20 wiggle room every single day. Guys, I have chocolate every single day. I have, what else do I have every single day? Pancakes. I love myself some pancakes. I make it with my uh, Bomar protein powder and it's so good. And I have like I literally have been making this frappuccino at home too. But again, my point in getting on this tangent is to allow yourself that 20% and have that balance. So when you go on vacation, it's not all or nothing, okay? Now, healthy travel snack ideas. Okay, these are some of my faves. I love the Bear Bells protein bars. The cookies and cream one is good. The caramel cashew one is yummy. And then the Bomar protein bars, they have the hot chocolate one. That one is my favorite. And then Trader Joe's instant oats packets. I always bring them with me. They now have a new chocolate flavored ones and it's just a single serve and I'll bring that. And then my little single serve protein packets. And that is literally breakfast right there. And I'll get my hands on some fruit, some nut butter and good to go. You could also do cheese sticks, And then I honestly eat the airplane snacks that they give us. They always give the best Biscoff cookies and sometimes goldfish. And when I was going through my restrictive phase, I would never let myself have the airplane snacks. And now I have them, okay? So you're allowed to have the airplane snacks. They're so cute. I love just like any cute little thing, like the fact that the all the little packages are just mini. I, I remember they were handing out cliff bars and they were mini cliff bars and I thought it was the cutest thing. So allow yourself to have the airplane snacks. You're allowed to have them. And just don't make it too complicated, guys. Like it doesn't need to be that complicated. Get yummy snacks. Just even if you want to get it at the airport, like a lot of airports have Starbucks and I'll get the um, egg white wrap. That's a really good one. The egg white feta wrap. And then I'll get my coffee if it's a morning flight. Or I'll even just get some like Swedish fish, honestly, and just have a time on the plane, okay? I have never drank on the plane, but again, I feel like wine is maybe a plain drink, and I don't really like wine. I think it tastes like pee-pee, so I don't have that. But maybe one day when I'm more mature and my taste buds mature, we will try some wine on a plane, okay? Now, number 17 it or the rest of them are just kind of like self-confidence tips so body image and self-talk is really important especially I feel like on that first trip after the winter when we're like pale maybe we're not feeling the best like maybe we were bulking or we just went through a little bit of an unintentional bulk you need to be nice to yourself okay maybe you got a little extra fluff but you're still beautiful you're still worthy you're still worthy of wearing a bathing suit remember everybody's a bikini body and you just need to be nice to yourself okay and the nicer you are to yourself the more confidence you will 
convey and confidence is beauty guys okay so each and every one of you is so beautiful in your own little unique ways so remember that when you're looking at yourself in the mirror don't poke at yourself don't pinch your stomach don't do this don't do that because i've been there i've done it it's just not nice would you do that to your best friend no you wouldn't so don't do it to yourself okay you got to be your own best friend now number 18 is another little confidence boost tip okay to avoid some of these negative self-talks there's one thing we can control guys and it is a good self-tanner okay so at last week's my favorite was the coco's and eve self-tanner get yourself some of that and pop on some self-tanner the night before you fly out you're gonna feel banging in your (laughs) bathing suit or your shorts okay it just gives you a little bit of a confidence boost i always feel better when i'm tan and it kind of sets off the tan too like i feel like i tanned really well this vacation because i um did that self-tanner beforehand okay And number 19 is try on outfits before you go, okay? My summer clothes have been in my attic since last September. So when I pulled them out, some things weren't fitting right, okay? And it was important for me to try those outfits on and make sure I was comfortable in them before I packed them. This may sound silly, but just make sure you do it. I know it can take like a lot of work because you got to try on all the outfits, but get it done. Your future self will thank you when you're on vacation, okay? And last but not least, I want you guys to enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. You're having fun. You're on vacation. Don't take it too seriously, okay? These tips, just 1% better. Pick one of them to implement. You don't have to do all 20. Maybe you want to do number, I don't know, 9 and walk after your meals to help your digestion. Boom. You did one thing. You did 1% better from your last vacation. Next vacation, do one more. And it just keeps adding up to create a happy, healthy lifestyle that I want you all to live and just live in balance. Okay. So I love you guys. And those are my top 20 tips. Now we're going to get into my two favorites of the week and my question of the week. And then I will let you guys go on this lovely Tuesday. My first favorite of the week is going to be the Drunk Elephant De-Bronzy uh, Sunshine Drops. Guys, these are so awesome. Mix like one to two drops into your moisturizer and put it over your face and you have this natural tanned glow. I am protecting my face from the sun. I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing SPF 75 on my face because I do not want to wrinkle, okay? So at night when I'm getting ready and my body's all bronzed up and my face is super pale, I pop on some lotion, some of these drops, and my skin tones are matched and my face has a nice glow, okay? So this is going to be my uh, favorite number one. It is a little pricey. It's $36, but again, it lasts because you only use one to two drops each time. And I don't wear it every day. I'm, this is my first time using it, honestly. And I got it for Christmas because my body was just not tan. Um, but yeah, the bronzy anti, or what is it called? The bronzy sunshine drops. Get those. And my second favorite this week is are going to be my Air Max 97s. These are my white sneakers, all white sneakers that you've been seeing all over my Instagram. Guys, these are awesome. They give me a little bit of height. I'm only 5'3", and they give me like 2 inches. So I'm a good 5'5 in these shoes, and they are cute. I love a nice all-white chunky sneaker. So that is my second favorite. Again, you can just... I'm on my computer right now, so I'm going to try to find them for you guys. Air Max 97, 
they should pop right up. Yeah. So they're on GOAT. They're $161. Again, a little bit pricey, but I have had these for a while and they last and you can just pop them into the washer and like bleach them and they're all white again. Um, so super simple, easy to use. So make sure that you check those out. So the Air Max 97s and then the uh, Drunk Elephant Debronzy Sunshine Drops. And question of the week this week was, Julie, what's a playlist you are loving right now on Spotify? So on Spotify, my playlist that I'm loving is called Oat Milk Lattes in the Mountains. Hold on. Let me make sure that's what it's called. I'll be right back. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's called Oat Milk Lattes in the Mountains and it is coffee shop vibes. Okay, guys, you need to go listen to this playlist and just play it. Like I'll do it for background music. If I'm doing anything on my computer, if I'm doing client check-ins, if I'm doing um, homework, anything, I just have this playing in the background. It's just relaxing and it's exactly what it sounds like. Oat Milk Lattes in the Mountains. It's amazing. So definitely check those out. Again, I hope you guys have a lovely Tuesday. This week's episode was a little bit brief, but again, I'm in Tampa and I'm trying to get this done ASAP so my brother and my cousin don't come back and be really loud. They're at the pool right now. But yeah, I hope you guys have a good Tuesday. Make sure you follow the Strong Podcast on Instagram. It's at strong.podcast. And my Instagram is at juliexfit. I'll see you guys later.